Welcome to the Nutra Narratives Podcast. I am your host, Gigi Naval. This is the place where dietitians and dietetic students share their stories centered around food to all things nutrition in order to inform, empower, and bring some inspiration to your day. His energy knows no limits. And he has a love for numbers. This is a perfect description for my guest on this episode. In this conversation, registered dietitian nutritionist Jesse Gutierrez talks about the rotation that changed his life. Enjoy listening as the birds chirp and sing in the background. Hello, Jesse. Welcome to the Nutri Narratives podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It means a lot. Wonderful. You have been away from Loma Linda for how many years now? God, it feels like I was just there yesterday, but I've um, been there. So graduated June of this last year, 2019. So I'm coming up to a year now. Okay, very good. Wonderful. But so much has happened, right? A lot has changed almost immediately after graduation. Oh, wow. Okay. I can't wait to get to that part. And uh, But first of all, why are you even interested in nutrition in the first place? So it's pretty interesting because in my case growing up, sports was always a huge component of my life. I mean, I grew up playing t-ball my entire majority of my life, baseball, soccer, basketball, like all throughout the years. And then like as the older I got, I started exercising a little more and I realized that's only a fraction of the equation. Another part that I didn't quite understand too much was the nutrition component of things. So that kind of led my like just curiosity to try to learn as much as possible and that kind of yeah sparked everything wonderful where did you grow up so i grew up in in colton california which is right by loma and that's like <laughs> next door essentially wow i didn't know that <laughs> yes, I grew up over there at 22 because as a kid um like loma linda was always something that was like huge in my mind like we always heard of it i'm like Hopefully one day I can have a chance to be a student there and go forth. And it's amazing how things just so happen to pan out. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so then where did you do your undergraduate degree? Cal State San Bernardino, so right up the street. Oh, very good. The exercise science, so yes. Oh, okay, so that's what you got your undergraduate degree in. Yeah, so it was still a matter of exercise. I was trying to learn as much possible. And it was funny, too, because... During my undergraduate studies, um, originally I wanted to, so my thoughts originally was to kind of go for a, a physical therapist. Um, that was the original plan. Um, and it wasn't until my senior seminar, which was like the last quarter prior to graduation at Kelsey San Bernardino, uh -huh. where we had a project where we had to interview someone with our dream job. And I felt like majority of the class being kinesiology, they're going to do like, you know, physical therapist. So I wanted to swap it up and I want to um, interview a registered dietitian. So at nice. the, uh, coincidentally, I called the registered dietitian and they were more than willing to just answer any question I had. And after that, I'm like, this is what I want to do for us. I'm like, this is it for me. So Wow. Do you remember the name of the dietitian you interviewed? 
in this um no i don't unfortunately um that's all right three four years ago since i had a chance to talk to her yeah it was amazing she she was a huge influence in my career so fantastic okay so then you went finally to loma linda university in the school of public health yes Mm -hmm. okay so once you were there you're like, okay, this is it. This is nutrition. What was going through your mind? So my mentality off the bat was I want to become a sports dietitian. I kind of approached in terms of my undergraduate studies in kinesiology and then a master's in nutrition and dietetics. I felt like it was a perfect combination. So it was almost like a mission to try to see any opportunity that I can find and try to like pursue a career as a sports dietitian. Yes. Okay. Very good. So you were so determined. You're like sports, nutrition. This is okay. Very good. All right. So that was what was guiding you. And then you had these great opportunities to spend an internship with a certain group, with a certain sports team. Hmm. Who who were they? The Los Angeles Rams. Oh I had a goodness. chance to work with the LA Rams for two years during their training camps out in Irvine. Wow. And how did you even find out about that opportunity? So it was amazing in regards to um, all throughout um, just studies. I always tried to look. And my sister, um, the year prior, she worked for the Rams as a athletic trainer um, or when she was working with them. And she contacted me and said, hey, Jesse, there have an opening within the like nutrition department. FYI, if you want to apply, you know. And <laughs> nice. It's good to have a sister that works there. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. That's for sure. <laughs> and yeah, I applied and it worked out. Yeah. So that first summer of working with them, was it everything you ever dreamt of? It was fascinating in terms of so... I applied with the hopes and experience, just putting them all in there. But at the same time, it was a um, summer where I had a full load of summer classes. And I'm at Loma Linda. Mm-hmm. Training camp is out in Orange County. And it's one of those things that I applied. And as soon as I got in, it was about, okay, how am I going to make this work? Try to assess everything. And the thing about it is training camp, it's nonstop. So in, it's seven days a week. Um, I was working like 10 hours plus a day. And then there'll be times for the commute from Irvine to Loma Linda for my class to be like three hours. It was nonstop. Oh my goodness. In, oh, I don't know how you did it. I did it. Like it was, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it was worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So by the end of that first summer, you were like, okay, this solidifies what I really want to do. Absolutely. Cool. Okay, yeah. it did. Yes. It did at that the time. First summer, absolutely, yes. The first time, the first summer. Okay. Then after the first summer, then you had to take more classes back on campus. Yep. And then you had another opportunity to go back and work with the Rams. That is correct. I had a chance to go out there for, like I mentioned, the second training camp. I was out there for the summer. And still loved it. I mean, the responsibility. I mean, at that point, um, fortunately, I had to, like... I knew a lot of the faces, we honest. So it wasn't matter. Like I left off right where like I, I ended for the so first. Cool. Yeah. So it was amazing being able to see like the same faces over and meet some new people along the process. 
Yeah, so it was amazing. So definitely enjoyed it. Wow. Okay. So were you doing like the same protocols uh, that you were implementing during the first summer nutrition wise, or was it a whole different set of um, nutrition plan that you had to work with the second time or was it similar? So the responsibilities definitely grew a lot more beyond yeah. the second time around. Um, so what I was responsible for with the Rams was a matter of first and foremost, um, I'll work with their athletic trainers, physical therapists, coaches, special teams, everyone to identify specific goals for each and every athlete, whether that is to drop weight, to maintain their current weight or increase muscle mass and trigger, try to figure out what's the best way to go about it. The thing is a football team, we're talking like 90 players plus. It's a huge team. I mean, special teams, defense, offense, it's, a wow. lot of athletes um, doing summer camp. I, and I so, didn't realize it was that many. <laughs> yeah. So it was one of those things. It's fascinating, too, because when I, the first summer camp, when I started, um, it almost felt like I was almost like starstruck. These are some um, athletes I've watched on TV, and I'm like, how am I going to start, like, telling them what to, how to approach things or try, you know? And by... The second year, it was amazing because, like, I would have never just guessed. Just the conference, just the exposure, experience definitely um, helped out. Plus, the education that I received, um, it prepared me accordingly to to feel confident to be able to talk to whomever and provide any sort of suggestion, knowing that it will help them out. Oh, how exciting! Were you working with them one on one or? Yeah, so it was, a, it was a combination of everything because uh, summer camp being on how it's so busy in terms of there'll be times for, um, after their workouts, I'll walk with them from the gym to like the locker room or between meetings or during lunch, we'll interact with like a group of the athletes or, I mean, it varied. It's one of those things that's like a matter of identifying what's the easiest way to be able to approach as many athletes as possible okay. and help them out in whatever needs, goals, or questions that they have. Wow. Wow. Okay. Did you ever have to actually prepare any of the meals, the snacks, smoothies? Yeah, so absolutely. Um, I was responsible for the shake. So um, one of the many things I had to do was um, when it came to their pre-workout and post-workout shakes, I was responsible. They had some like um, a hydration, uh, hydration station and um, refueling stations as well. I was responsible to make sure everything set up. Some athletes who, for example, were injured, um, I was responsible for making sure I can prepare their meals and deliver it to them. Um, make sure everything that um, has that we can help them out and like recover as soon as possible. Yeah. Okay. Very good. But then something happened in your mind during this second experience that made you reconsider your goals. And what happened? What were what, what were the changes? It was fascinating in terms of like here I was um, thinking that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, and then just reevaluating everything and just thinking about like my food service rotation at the, at the Montclair Hospital. Um, that's where I had a chance to do it. And yes, I was it right that. before the second um, time working with the Rams? This rotation at Montclair was it oh was okay the second time with the rams and that kind of opened everything i don't know it, it just it introduced something that like originally i never really thought of until i had a chance to be in the field and see what it entailed that really caught my full attention uh-huh 
Okay. What was it about that rotation? So the biggest, there was a couple things. Um, first of all, I love the ability to be able to work with a lot of people in terms of, and then like just the num- the business component of things. Like I love numbers, love numbers. I've always loved math. And it's one of those things being able to like manage a team, manage a budget. Majority of the jobs that I've had, like undergraduate, it was some form of management position. Oh, okay. And I never really thought too much about it until this rotation. And I'm like, it, it's one of the things I really loved. Yeah. Wow. You know, I remember you telling me that in my office that you love numbers and it really jived with with your interest and and everything else. So Okay, um, who who was the dietitian then at that time at Montclair? At that time at Montclair Hospital, it was Elise. Oh, yes, Elise Lindsay. Yep. yep. She's married now, so I believe her last name is different. Hello, Elise, if you're listening. <laughs> hello there. Yeah, so she's at Loma Linda at the medical center. Yes, she graduated at Loma Linda, and she's working at the medical center at Loma Linda. She was a huge influence, like just a, a, a motivating factor, just like encouraging me, just, Jesse, you can do this. This is something that you're capable of. And she like instilled that confidence in me too, because originally it's just that self-doubt of just everything, but she just like revalidated just everything in. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Wow. Okay, so you had that on on your mind after or during that rotation, and by the end of that your rotation, you're like, oh, hey, hey there. So then when you started the second time with the Rams, um, did it change the enthusiasm of going into that second summer with them, or, you know, what changes did it? have on you personally so for me personally the biggest thing was this um i was kind of thinking about my life after loma linda my life just moving forward at that time my girlfriend i was planning to like propose to her and figure everything out right afterwards and i was I remember that the quality of life in terms of majority of times i'll be working seven days a week for 10 hours a day if not more and oh i i really want like or to me, family is very important, and just to have that time aside, and then not to mention um, food service from my exposure, that was a field that looked like it can give me that like sense of accomplishment that I really want, plus that like balance of life that I was looking for. Ah, beautiful. I see. So that's that's when you realized, hmm. I do love food service and management, and it still fits within what I love to do. Yep. So then, ah, I see. Very nice. Okay, so then you finished your degree at Loma Linda, you graduated, and then you said things changed quickly. Yes, they did. Um, so it's funny, right after I graduated, um, my whole approach now was I want to become a food service director. That's that's how I just immediately transitioned. But the biggest thing I noticed is I had the education, but the experience was the thing that I'm like, I have to try to figure out a way to get experience and do all that. So I was very blessed and fortunate enough to be able to work at a university as a, a food service supervisor. Mm. I was there for... 
like five or six months and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Would you mind telling us which university? It was at Chapman University. Oh, very nice. Orange, yes, I was working at Chapman University and it was absolutely incredible just experience. I mean, in regards to the commute and everything, I mean, loved it. Like I had a great team, great support um, system. And the biggest thing about it is I got that experience or opportunity to like apply things I covered in the food service course. Oh, Chef Corey would be happy to hear that. It was a huge, I mean, it was amazing too, because it's fascinating too, because I always had so many questions for him, even after class. And he was always like a huge motivator. And like, he definitely spent a lot of time just answering any question or just encouraging any sort of like avenue and all that. And that also helped lead or like push me towards this whole sector, which was amazing. I love so. Oh my goodness. That is so wonderful. So you got the experience you needed. And then? <laughs> so at that time, um, I saw a opportunity at a, at a school district to be a nutrition services supervisor. So to lead the entire department. Oh my goodness. And oh my. It's fascinating because I applied and in the course of one month, I proposed, I got the job, I moved to India and just started everything, like literally four weeks or so and everything <laughs> changed immediately. Jesse, congratulations, a huge congratulations. Thank you, I appreciate that. Oh, wow. You know, when it's God's time for the chapters, the next chapters in your life to take place, you can't even stop it. It'll just go, go, go. <laughs> very true. No, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Wow. But I just have to ask then, so then when was the wedding or has the wedding taken um, The wedding right now is planned for November. Um, we'll see based on the current circumstance and all that, what's the plan right. before. That is, okay. As, see how it goes. Ah, congratulations to you and your fiance. Wow. Okay, you moved to Indio. You, you have this new job. What are you doing in this new job? You are the director. And yes, it was one of those things. So originally, um, starting off, it was almost a matter of like pinching myself because I kind of had a plan in my head where just gonna get like a couple years experience, and then I'll be given this opportunity. But it was amazing like it just happened so fast and oh wow it was a matter of just trying to assess what's going on everything i have an amazing team over there um everyone's really supportive just everyone's incredible and it makes things a lot easier and it's just what can i do to be able to help the kids um within the school district and make the biggest impact and it was immediate it was amazing yes <laughs> Wow. So is this for Indio Unified School District or what is the name? Unified School District. It is out in Blythe. It's um, almost by Arizona. Oh, okay. So did, did you say Palo Verde or? Right. In Palo Verde Unified School District. Um, it okay. is out in Blythe. Ah, in Blythe. Wow. So how many, how many school districts all together? So um, the school district of... Um, the Palo Verde Unified School District, um, it's comprised of six schools. Wow, that's a lot. And students, we have over 3,000 students enrolled. Oh, amazing. How many meals are you producing during the regular school year? 
So during the regular school year, it was around 1,500 meals served, and this is specifically lunches, not including breakfasts. Oh, amazing. And, uh, after school program suppers or snacks. So. Oh, wow. Okay, so right now, students are not physically in school. Mm -hmm. But you and your team are still involved in helping the community providing food. Can you please tell us about that? Of course. No, absolutely. So two days prior to the closure, I got word of the, just the possibility of us closing our schools and what I can do to go about it just because our top focus was to be able to provide the kids and the community with the best quality food throughout the closure. So it was a matter of changing our entire um, operations for like um, school nutrition to a grab-and-go curbside pickup and delivery. So meaning what we're doing is we have sites set up in front of school where parents or anyone can drive up um, and grab a meal bag to its breakfast and lunch. Oh. And we're aware that not all kids, unfortunately, have access to go to um, specific school sites, whether they, um, their parents are working or whatever the case may be. Um, what we just, uh, as um, a district, um, we came together and we decided we're going to use the buses to go through the bus stops and be able to reach the community and provide meals to everyone. So that's what we've been implementing since the closure. And I'm proud to say as of now, we've served close to 100,000 meals since. Oh, wow. Oh, that is tremendous. Tremendous. Oh, you definitely have every right to be proud of, of what you are doing and, and leading the team. And you are helping so many families, so many children who need that. It, that is truly so admirable. Wow. And what, so then, because the kids are not in school, in school, so other than those two days, what else are you able to do? So the thing that we're doing right now is our goal is to also be able to provide some like little learning packages for the kids as well. So what we love it is we've been working with the, the teachers, the principals, and everyone. So when a kid comes up to be able to grab their meal, they also receive a learning package. Ooh. So a matter of covering that too, um, right now we're doing it on Monday through Thursday. We're serving, but on Thursday we are covering on um, Thursday and Friday. So we're trying to like adjust accordingly, you know? But okay, yes, definitely. Very nice. That that is so amazing. I'm just still trying to wrap my mind up on, <laughs> on what you just said because it's so inspirational that it really touches it. My heart is so touched hearing about it. And God is using you in this incredible way during these uncertain times. But Jesse, isn't it so cool, so neat that what you're doing is is really tying in the the public health degree education that you received, the, the community aspect, you're putting it into use. It's fascinating, you know, like just how everything happens to come around and just connect in a way that it does. Um, like you had a chance to mention earlier, like God has a plan and without knowing it, it just so happens to pan out. And that's exactly what is going on. I would have never guessed um, when I started um, in October that, 
in the course of a couple of days, I would have to change my entire operations, go about it in a different way, try to be strategic in a way to be able to like reach the greatest amount of children um, in our community. Yeah. Right. It's just a matter of all the classes, all the experience I had before, you know, it all like prepared me for this moment. So. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, I, I always get inspired every time I go back and, and talk to each one of you alumni because I, I know, you know, like towards the end of the school year, your last school year, you don't really know what the future will hold. And then when I go back to talk to each of you, it's like, whoa, you didn't even have to plan it because God did. You just had to walk through it. That's all it was in all honesty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in your case, it just went like warp speed. Yeah, it's one of those things that like a lot of times when when things were like presenting itself, opportunities, um, it was definitely a matter of s stepping out of the comfort zone um, and just you know, doing that. And what I noticed and how I kind of approach it, I'm like, it, it's all in God's hands. If it's meant to be, it, it will happen. And just put my full and undivided just trust in him and Thank God, eh? I mean, it's panned out amazingly. So I'm really grateful for everything. Ah, wonderful. Thank you. Okay, Jesse. So you know me. I always love to ask each of my guests. So uh, for you personally, what are like three nutrition practices that you partake in on a daily basis or regular basis? No, absolutely. It's funny too because we had a chance to discuss earlier how like I love numbers, absolutely love numbers. So I actually enjoy tracking what I eat. Um, I weigh everything out, try to figure out just macronutrients, calories, be able to adjust accordingly towards any specific goal that I have. Nice, um, you're still doing that. I'm still doing that. Yeah, I've been doing it for like seven years, and I, I love just having that sense of control. I don't know. It's kind of interesting, but uh, no. I've been doing. Yeah. You know what? Because we all love to do things differently and that works perfect for you. Does. So th that's one thing. Second thing is prepping, meal prepping, doing all that because it takes up a lot of time to be able to do that. And just with my schedule being so busy, um, it's a matter of ju just being able to like schedule a day or two and then do some prepping, do all that and, and get ready for the week. So that's helped me out a lot. Nice. And then the third thing, which is funny, um, it's the thing I struggle the most is trying to drink more water. Like <laughs> one of those things that I, I try to set up like a water bottle in my car, in the office, wherever the case is. And <laughs> even uh, something that I, I'm still trying to improve each and every day. So it's coming. Okay. You know, there's always something that all of us are, are still working on. So that's good. You know, you've, you, you've um, implemented a strategy by putting all these water bottles in different places. Nice. <laughs> nice. And of course, what is an indulgence, a favorite indulgence? I have a sweet tooth. So chocolate, anything with chocolate, specifically dark chocolate, I'm sold. Like I love chocolate. So that mm. is my go-to at all points. <laughs> there you go. The chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There you go. Well, that indulgence has antioxidants. It's antioxidant rich. So. It works out, right? It's a win-win. <laughs> yeah. 
fantastic choice. Yay. So for any maybe student in nutrition or not in nutrition, or just anyone who is thinking about their future, what advice would you have for them? So personally, how I can approach like um, a career and like just a dream job is by working backwards. And I'll explain it right now I mean, in terms of identifying what exactly it is that I want to do. Just identifying that first and then right after go online and try to find job openings. Try to see where the opportunities are at, what they require. As soon as you have a chance to see the requirements, um, make sure that you see how you can go and achieve or attain them. If, if they require a an education where that's a master's or whatever the case is, make sure that's something you can work for to increase um, the likelihood of getting that. If it's experience, what can you do to attain that experience um, or any sort of requirements? And then as soon as you have a chance to work backwards, whenever you, you feel comfortable and you apply, you know that you're qualified. You have everything that they're asking for. And now it's just a matter of putting in God's hands. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But no, it's not a matter of you. You, you did everything in your power. And that's the approach I've taken. And um, I stand by it. So Excellent. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Jesse, there's one memory that I have with you. That one time that you helped me at Drayson Center for the pickleball tournament. And you made these amazing Okay, I, I don't want to butcher the name of these particular energy balls. Can you tell me those incredibly, wonderfully tasting energy bites or slash balls that you made and it was a hit with the Rams, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I, I'm trying to remember the title I gave, but it was these beat balls that we yes. made. Beat <laughs> Yes, and it was one of the things that we did with the Rams. It was funny too because majority of athletes – um weren't too fond of beets and just try to explain the, the whole like nitric oxide and the benefits and they're like I don't, care about beets. I, don't, I don't care about beets like it's not gonna help them like what happens if i like incorporate chocolate or different things you know and they love this man if you can work with them i'm sure it can work for anyone and yes right <laughs> oh that was a hit that day too when you brought it to the pickleball tournament people oh. were like this has beets no way <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yes. So I see how your love for chocolate got infused on onto that. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is awesome. Oh, Jesse, I have really enjoyed my time with you getting to catch up and hearing all that you've done. It it just makes my heart just I don't know, it's just full of, of joy hearing hearing all, all your successes and seeing how God has led you. Thank you so much. And likewise, it really does mean a lot. Thank you so much for having me on here. I love your podcast while commuting to work. Like I love listening to it. So thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Well, I hope to see you one day soon, whether it be on campus or some kind of continuing education situation in the future. Would love to run into you. So. Absolutely. Same. Likewise. Okay. May God bless you in all that you do. Thank you. After a conversation, Jesse also told me that he met his fiance in undergraduate school, and that's when they started dating. 
After completing their undergraduate degree, they both knew that they wanted to pursue their graduate degrees. They both applied to different graduate programs at different universities. However, God worked things out so that they both ended up getting accepted at Loma Linda University School of Public Health. They were going to be okay going to different universities, but God thought it was best for them to go to the same school. I love how Jesse has leaned on God to help him in every area of his life. Thank you so much for joining us on the Nutra Narratives podcast. Please join us on another episode. Until then, remember to trust in the Lord and eat well to live well and stay well. 